Do it. Okay. The world of Arthur and friends. Arthur's TV trouble. Okay. I'm trying to say, how about some good TV trouble? How about some good TV trouble? Well, let's see what happens, my darling. All right. It all started when Arthur was watching the Bionic Bunny show. Dogs love them, said the announcer. The amazing treat timer. Treat your pet to the treat timer for only $19.95. Treats may vary. Batteries not included. And if you love your pet, get a treat timer. Wow, said Arthur. Pal needs one of those. Ads for the treat timer were everywhere. In the newspaper, on the radio, on a billboard. Now Arthur really wanted one. Arthur counted his money. DW helped. Hmm. Even with all of my birthday money, he said, I only have $10.03. I know what you're thinking, said DW, and she ran to protect her cash register. Arthur decided to ask Dad for an advance on his loan. Oh, gee, I'd love to help, said Dad, but my catering business is a little slow right now. Arthur knew Mom would understand. Money doesn't grow on trees, honey, said Mother. I think Pal likes treats from you, not a machine. On the way to school, Arthur was walking very slowly. What are you doing? asked Buster. Looking for money, said Arthur. I want to buy Pal a treat timer. Those things are expensive, said Buster. You need a job. I need a miracle, said Arthur. At school, while everyone else was taking a spelling test, Arthur was daydreaming about the treat timer. Uh-oh, Mr. Ratburn doesn't look happy, does he? Because Arthur wasn't doing his test. Mr. Ratburn asked Arthur to stay after school to take the test over. Arthur took the long way home so he could think of a good excuse why he was late. Mr. Sipple was cleaning his garage. That's Mr. Sipple. Mm -hmm. Hi, Arthur, he said. Every 50 years I clean this place out. I could use a little help. I could use a little money, said Arthur. All the newspapers need to be recycled, said Mr. Sipple. They look magical like them. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's a king in his imagination. I'll pay you 50 cents to take them out to the curb. Great, said Arthur. I'll do it tomorrow. I won't be home until after dinner, said Mr. Sipple, but you can get started. Everything you need to do the job is here. He's a king. Yes, well, let's see what he's thinking. I'm rich, thought Arthur. And he thought since he had a lot of money, he would look like a king. And Puppy Pal would also look like a prince. All of a sudden, Arthur was in a big hurry to get home. I've got a job, cried Arthur. Now I can buy a treat timer. Can I go to the mall with you? Asked D.W. Sure, said Arthur. I wish you were rich all the time, said D.W. You're much nicer. The next day, Arthur counted the stacks as he pulled them to the curb. Twenty-four. That makes twelve whole dollars, cried Arthur. I'll come back later to collect. You look exhausted, said D.W. when Arthur got home. I don't want to see another newspaper for a long, long time, said Arthur. Well, then don't look out the window, said D.W., Oh no, look at all those newspapers flying by. Oh, so that's what the string was for, said Arthur. I'd better hurry before Mr. Sipple gets home. Wait for me, said D.W. You're in big trouble, said D.W. Hey, look, you missed some over here. 
And these stacks over here are a lot neater. Are you using double knots? No way, Jose! He's trying to collect all the newspapers that flew away and tie them up. Nice work, said Mr. Sipple when he got home. Here's your $12. Thank you, sir, said Arthur. I helped, said D.W. Do I get something? You get a trip to the mall, remember, said Arthur. The next morning, Arthur and his family were the first ones in the mall. Arthur put his money on the counter. One treat timer, please, he said. Hmm. Looks bigger on TV, said Arthur, when he saw the box. Well, you assemble it, of course, said the salesperson. And remember, all sales are final. Five hours later, the treat timer was assembled. Oh, you're going to love it, pal, said Arthur. Pal sniffed it. <laughs> Arthur turned it on. It clicked. Lights flashed. Treats shot out like rockets. Pal let out a loud bark, a loud bark, and ran for cover. Turn it off, yelled Mother. I'm trying to, said Arthur, but I think it's broken. And remember, said D.W., all sales are final. Arthur went to his room all alone. Oh, I'm worried, said Mother. He's been up there for hours. I know how to get him down, said D.W., it's seven o'clock, she yelled up the stairs. The Bionic Bunny Show is on. Seconds later, Arthur appeared. Sit down, said D.W., so I can protect you from those nasty commercials. Oh, I don't need these, said Arthur. There's no way a TV ad will get my hard-earned money again. It's the magic disappearing box, said the announcer. Astound your friends. Eliminate your enemies. The magic disappearing box from Kid Tricks. Hmm, said Arthur, now this could be useful. What would you ever do with that, asked D.W.? Oh, said Arthur, you might be surprised. What did he put in the magic disappearing box? His sister. <laughs> His sister. He wanted to make her disappear. That's just silly. He said, this is my sister. He wanted to box. <laughs> Abracadabra, disappear. The end. <laughs>